This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 6th Sunday of Easter, the 6th of May. I wonder how many of you have heard of the island Tristan da Cunha. I hadn't until recently. And if you have, I wonder if you know where it is. It's called the most remotest place on the earth. It's in the South Atlantic, 1,500 miles from Cape Horn in South Africa, and it can take up to two weeks to get there by ship. It has a population of 263, and the habitation of the island with an active volcano in the centre happened in the time of Napoleon's imprisonment on St Helena. The British set up a garrison there to prevent his escape, and when the garrison was dissolved, many of the families remained, and that was the start of the habitation of that island. And now the care of the Catholics on the island, about a third of the population, is looked after from our diocese by Father Hugh Allen, who is the apostolic administrator, also covering the Falkland Islands. In the early 1900s, there was a woman, Agnes Roberts, who was brought there as a housekeeper for the administrator. She was horrified that no priest had ever been on the island. There was no church, but she was determined that she would continue to practice her faith and to have a little chapel in her house. And that was the beginning of the parish of St. Joseph. Finally, in 1932, the first priest arrived there. And with great joy, after 23 years, she was able to attend Mass and go to confession. It took another 20 years before the next visit of a priest in 1955. But all during this time, Agnes Roberts, whom the islanders affectionately called Granny Aggie, kept the faith alive by catechising children and helping the faith to grow. The next time a priest visited, after another long time lapse, he wrote in his diary, On Tristan Tacuna, the world's loneliest island, I heard the first confessions of children too young to remember what a priest looks like. They were better prepared than any of the children who lived within the site of our city churches. So even without priests, she had instilled into the people, Sunday after Sunday, the faith of the church, and now her cause for canonization is being promoted. The parish is cared for today by catechists, all descendants of Granny Aggie, and Father Hugh Allen visits them once a year. The motto of the island is, Our Faith is our strength. That island teaches us a lot, not just how we communicate faith, but about how we need to slow down. It teaches us the care for the elderly who are loved and respected and looked after. It teaches us also how to treat life as a gift, the care and concern for the welfare of each other, because they all know each other and they know their needs. Above all, though, contentment with life, the life that they have, all lessons that perhaps we can learn. So why this apparent lesson in geography and sociology on this Sunday of Eastertide? Because Eastertide is all about our faith in the risen Christ, the centre of everything. And the virtue of faith, or of believing, is at the heart of this season. Believers, St Augustine says, strengthen themselves by believing. And the saint had good reason to say this. As we know, his life was a continual search 
for the beauty of the faith until such a time as his heart would find rest in God. And St Augustine's extensive writings in which he explains the importance of believing and the truth of the faith continue even now to form a heritage of great riches and they still help many people in the search for God to find the right path towards the door of faith. We read and hear through our Eastertide in the Acts of the Apostles how those first believers and followers of our Lord struggled and suffered to get the mission of the church started. They encourage us who can often find that we can only make those small efforts to evangelise, to bring the faith of Christ and the church to those who stand ready to receive it. Like St Peter in the first reading, who proclaims that God does not have favourites, but that anyone of goodwill can be brought to the knowledge of the truth. And then he confers on them the saving waters of baptism. Faith often starts with small beginnings on the remotest of islands with the likes of Agnes Roberts, who can inspire us still to be like those first disciples of our Lord. As we prepare for the celebration of the Ascension of our Lord on Thursday and Pentecost in two weeks' time, we think of the joy that our faith gives us. There is no more basic truth of faith than that for which we have been created for God himself. May Mary, in this month of May, continue to draw us believers in Jesus our Son to an ever deeper appreciation of the joy of faith the joy of believing. Let us pray. Grant, almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy which we keep in honour of the risen Lord, and that we may relive in remembrance what we hold to in faith. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>